All right, guys, welcome back to the Business Shift podcast. Today, we're bringing on another guest. We've got Matthew Brovich joining us. He is a tax accountant with over 25 years business experience. He holds a finance degree and certified tax preparer for the state of California. He's very detailed and he loves providing tax and strategy advice to his clients, which I love. He mainly works with small businesses, which includes sole proprietors, LCCs and LLCs and corporations. Um, He's been married to the love of his life, Jessica, for the past 27 years and has six amazing children with her. He enjoys hiking, golfing, traveling to warm places. So let's go ahead. Let's Cue that intro and then we'll bring him on. Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. All right, Matthew, welcome to the show. Hello. Great to be here. Yes. So excited to have you on. So let's just jump right in. First question I got for you is, (laughs) oh boy's right. Uh, (laughs) What's your business about and why did you decide to start it? Like 25 years tax, uh, tax experience, business experience. That's a lot. Um, So let's dive in. All right. We'll start with the first part of that. Uh, Taxes, bookkeeping, accounting. That's pretty much what my business is about um, yeah how I got involved in this by accident I would love to say that I am an entrepreneur and I have all <laughs> these great ideas I am truly jealous of entrepreneurs and and I know I mean that I've, I've heard so many people talk about you know they have all these crazy ideas yeah and I didn't yeah I really it was one of those things where I thought I could do better and I didn't like the way I, I, I didn't like the way I felt when I would walk into like say a CPA's office or whatever. I always felt like they were criticizing me for something I didn't know or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's like, there's gotta be a better way. And yeah. that's kind of how it started. Okay. So it sounds like you started as a solopreneur. Is that right? So just like yep. me, myself and I mm-hmm. awesome. And just kind of, did little stuff, little yeah. things here and there, and really kind of stumbled. Again, yeah. I would love to say it worked great right from the beginning, and everything was so simple, and it was all rainbows and unicorns. That would have been amazing. It was not. <laughs> it was not at all. I feel like just that statement right there explains entrepreneurship entirely. It's just, it's not that way. <laughs> well, it. It does because, you know, again, I've never considered myself an entrepreneur. Yeah. It was really one of those things that I'm like, I just, I, I, I worked for companies and I didn't like the whole idea of quick, get them in, get them out, get them in, get them out. And it, yeah, it was boring. Yeah. And, and so I was like, there's got to be like, I see, I seen these people that would like meet with clients and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I want to do what they do, you know, but again, truly by accident, I think. Yeah. So do you consider yourself an entrepreneur now? I don't only because, and it's, it's not, I I don't think entrepreneurs are bad. I think they're amazing because all my clients are probably entrepreneurs. Yeah. 
I'm so jealous. I know that's that's probably bad to admit, but I'm really jealous because I, I think I listened to one of your shows earlier and it talked about yeah. somebody, you know, oh, drive down the road and you see all these signs and you have all these business ideas. Right. And my whole thing has always been not all these business ideas. How can I help other businesses grow? How can I help? Mm. I've seen so many mistakes in the industry. Uh, and I should, that's, that's a wrong word to use. So many things because entrepreneurs don't think about all the they don't think about taxes. You don't think about, you know, oh, I've got to make sure my books are in order. Mm-hmm. And so I've always thought myself as like kind of a, a CFO to a CEO. Yeah. And so I, I, I guess I never really looked at it. I was like, Oh, I'm a great entrepreneur. I think I just am a really good helper. To an yeah. Entrepreneur. Yeah. I get what you're, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, I heard this term described uh, by one of my business mentors about how there's entrepreneurs, the people who like have essentially like built the boat, which is mm-hmm. the business. Um, and they're the ones riding the map and deciding this is where we go. And then there's the entre- the intrapreneurs who mm-hmm. help fuel the boat. Would you say that you're more of an intrapreneur than an entrepreneur? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you have a team now in your business or are you still working? Like you're just going in yourself and helping businesses. What does that look like now? Well, I'll bring on, that's the beauty. Okay. I'm going to say this. That was the beauty of all this COVID stuff yeah. is it allowed for so many independents to come out. So if you don't have a huge staff, or you don't want to have an entirely blown out office. Cause I didn't really want that. Yeah. It allows for you to bring in contractors or part-timers and stuff like that that are kind of building their own thing, but yet yeah. they're dedicated. So they'll have their clientele, but yet they can help you with yours. Right. So it's kind of been, it's created more flexibility for me. Yeah. Okay. That's super cool. So what has been uh, the different contractors that you have brought on? Like what was the first one? What was that process like? <laughs> All right. This is that nightmare. <laughs> Again, this is why we got to talk about it. (laughs) I I don't want to discourage any entrepreneurs or future business owners or whatever. My, my thing early on was I I just wanted somebody to give me a break. You know, Mm -hmm. it's hard to say, Hey, I have experience when you're talking about money, people have to trust you. It's their business. It's their livelihood. And I I just wanted somebody to trust me. And I'm like, if if I just get a break, somebody throw me a bone. Mm -hmm. And we were, I was sitting with my wife and we're sitting there and she goes, are you serious? I said, yeah. I go, I, I don't care. Just something that I could really dive in. And she goes, I know somebody. I just seen him on Facebook. Yeah, I'll do it. Whatever it is. And I can honestly say it was by far my worst client. It was the biggest mess. I, it was so far out of my league that I honestly thought about giving it up a couple times. Cause I'm like, I'm not qualified. I mean, we're talking, nearly just over a half million dollars they owed to the IRS. There was years and years of paperwork and boxes. So I was, I was nervous. I was, I was like, Oh, maybe oh. I didn't want this, you know, like, yeah. oh. and, and then you start thinking, Oh my God, what if I screw up? They're going to lose their business. They're going to lose their home. And so I got nervous about it. And this was one of the things I realized in that process is it's always good to have somebody who supports you. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I, I've got to give, you know, some props to my wife because that was the only person I was like, you've got this. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, I don't. I'm <laughs> <laughs> freaking out a little bit over here. Yeah, Cause you're like, cause again, you don't think about that. You're like, Oh yeah. Entrepreneur, business owner. I just want the business. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh boy. This is bigger than me. And it yeah. was, 
and I had to contact because they, they had spent a lot of money and they had been told by multiple CPAs and, and attorneys, yes, I can help you. And then a lot of money and they couldn't do anything for them. They were so poorly disorganized. And mm. I called one of their past CPAs and asked them like, would you be willing to help me? I'll do all the work. Yeah. They already paid you a lot. You sign off on it. And I think the most, he, he agreed to do it, which was cool. Yeah. The most discouraging part was he goes, do you know what you're getting into? And I'm like, having a clue. He goes, how many people do you have with you? And at the time it was just me. And I go, yeah, me. And he goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> that was our conversation on the phone. And I got, I was like, what does he mean by, Oh, like he <laughs> chuckled at me. I'm like, was he being serious? Yeah. It turned out to be one of the best experiences I could have ever asked for. Wow. Uh, I, I mean, it was totally out of my league, totally yeah. unqualified, and such a learning experience. Got to work with some really experienced people in the industry. But the, the compliments I got from them, they're like, you know, you're not supposed to be able to do that. And I'm like, well, I, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. And they're like, no, it's <laughs> oh, great. And I, I just had so many people come out of the woodwork to support me. I mean, wow. it, was, it, it was to the point where, I mean, I, I think I said, I didn't have a staff. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, honey, it's, it's just me. And I still work a full-time job. I don't know how yeah. to do this. And they want it all done in like 30 days. Yeah. Goes, well, she goes, you have children and they have friends. <laughs> what? And literally in our house, we had paperwork everywhere. It was, I mean, I, going through, okay, count, okay. I had everybody working. And, yeah, and it turned out. I mean, that was again one of the best experiences I had. But yeah. I still have that client. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably be my client for life. That's how great that experience worked out. And from wow. there, it just kind of snowballed with you know they tell their friends and like, oh, this is what he did for us. And yeah, just referrals now. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. And so you took that. You took that leap and, and decided to go all in. And I think that's amazing. Um, and so then what does your team look like now, now that you had that experience and you're, you're working with clients now, what does, what does that look like now? Um, well, yeah, I'd love to say it still goes away there are, that it goes away that you don't get nervous when you take on something you've never done before. Yeah. There's still that, that nervous feeling because, you know, I'll, I've even employed uh, one of my kids to help out. That's awesome. I love Upwork, by the way. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And so we'll bring in people and they'll help out. And there's still those times where, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, we've got this to do. And, you know, it's going to be, you know, another audit. Yeah. Now you've done it. You know what you're doing. But it's still the, right. I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it goes away for, for some people. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't want to screw this up. And sometimes I get, you yeah. know, you get serious about something. You go, it's all business and you're all focused on it. And right. I've been learning over the years. It's this right here. And I started asking some of my clients about that. I'm like, what, you know, what's different? Cause I've heard so many horror stories about, you know, people they've worked with. I'm like, what is different? Cause I yeah. don't, I mean, I look at me, I'm not a suit wearing accountant. I, I could be one, but I, I don't, you know, I, I don't fit the image very well. And I'm like, because you're human. Like you, mm -hmm. you literally, our, our meetings will be 10 minutes business and the rest of the hour is just what's going on in your life, getting to know them. And that was like my dream 
was to get to know my clients is kind of have them as they're like family. Yeah. You know, you, and again, I love it. It's worked great for me. And it's one of those things I, again, I didn't plan it this way. Hopefully that doesn't ruin the podcast. There was no, no, re- there was no, no real that's plans good. <laughs> I think it's good to talk about that because uh, I kind of felt similarly when I was starting in the beginning of my business is that what I'm doing now didn't start from me going, this is the problem that I want to help people with. I started it from getting opportunities like that too, mm-hmm. where you're kind of in the right place at the right time. And it was like, oh yeah, like, do you want to come do this for us? And it's like, I've never done that before. So we're going to try that. And then it led to a business, which is super interesting how that works. And so, no, I appreciate you bringing it up because it shows that it's not always just, oh, I have this amazing business idea and I'm going to start it. Sometimes it just starts from the actual doing of something. Yeah, again, and even it was, uh, it was partially, you know, COVID. I I got tired of, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to go out to an office. I don't want an office. I want to work from yeah. home. Yeah. I said, I have six kids. I, I kind of want to be home and have them running through, you know, making noise. I want to hear noise when I work. I don't want to yeah. be in a stuffy office. And so when that happened, I remember just before all that was going down, I'm like, if something happens, and I could just work from home. It'd be my dream. Like, I'll get an office, but I just want to work from home. And, and this was, was right before COVID? It was right before. <laughs> and, and then I'm, like, watching it on the news. And I'm, I remember going, you know, and we were in California at the time. And I'm like, if they shut down Disney, I know this is real. And then I know. And they shut down Disney that week. And I'm like, I'm in. You're this like, is going to be amazing. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got just what you asked for. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people that are like, oh, it's your fault. No, I swear it wasn't. <laughs> I promise you. Like, this is not intentional. <laughs> okay, was, cool. <laughs> positive here. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that story. So uh, the foundation of essentially this podcast is talking about difference between solopreneur to business owner. So I'm curious, do you think that there is a difference between being a solopreneur versus being a business owner? And if you do think there's a difference, what is that difference? Really, I think the business owner—it's—it's it's more than just—it's just—it's more than just you. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's having to rely and trust other people, and I, I know that you know that is probably one of the hardest things I've dealt with because even though it's—it's it's my reputation, mm-hmm. and not just my reputation, but if somebody screws something up, even on taxes, yeah, technically they can get in a little trouble, but really. As the owner, I'm the one responsible. I, I would get the fine. I could lose my license. I mean, yeah, I'm the one that faces everything. And that's been kind of hard because you're always like, you, you want to let it go because yep. you want, you know, you want a little bit of free time. You can't do everything. Yeah. But then at the same point, you're going, well, what if they screw up? And then you start remembering, I don't know, maybe it's, uh, Again, maybe it's just me, but I think about the times I did screw up and I go, yeah. oh, well, I'm glad there was somebody else there to kind of help on that one. But, right. you know, and you're going, oh, that could have been a lot worse. But it's, I think it's a learning process. You just, you gradually build on it. I'm still, I, I'd be lying if I said I was there a hundred percent and was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's great. No, yeah. you, it's just learning. Right work in progress. Yeah. And so you, you mentioned to me, uh, a lot about like your expertise in personal growth. And so how do you make sure you're constantly making time for personal growth while so many things are happening 
with the business and with life. I can imagine it gets very busy with six kids. Uh, I grew up in a family where there were six. I have five other siblings, so I understand that that's busy. <laughs> well, uh, again, I would love to say that I, I have an amazing, perfectly laid out schedule and that <laughs> I use things like Asana and I keep my schedule right in order and it's all yeah. perfectly rehearsed. Again, I'd be lying and yeah. everybody would know that. Um, <laughs> I I do write down the things that I want to do. I, I try to make sure I have some sort of a schedule and, yeah. and where I'm going. But I also utilize the people around me. I'm I'm very, very particular about who's who I keep close to me. Right. Um, and that's that's not to say that, you know, push people away there's cause no. But I mean, even my wife, you know, kind of like my wife will, she will remind me because she's also has her own business and we're, we're, you know, we kind of keep on top of each other a little bit to make sure that we're right. staying on track. And I have four boys and two of them still live at home. And, um, well, they want me to be healthy. So it's the permission I've given them of like, you know, they'll come out and make sure, hey, we're going to the gym today. Even when after this, I'm supposed to go to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym today. Yeah. But we're going to go. And so I think it's just really for me, it's helped having the right people around. Yeah. To make sure that I, I do stay on track because we all have those days where nothing goes right. And you're just like, I'd rather just sit home and eat Doritos all day. I really don't care. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's more value. If you're going to be an entrepreneur or a business owner, I mean, you, you want the right people around you. That's, that's probably the, one of the biggest lessons I've, I, I've taken away from anything personal growth is to have the right people around you. Yeah. Do you do that through testing or do you have a method, a way to like screen to make sure that they're the right people? Well, mine is normally a gut check. Mm -hmm. and it, it sounds bad because you're like oh that's very judgy but um and it, i'm not 100 percent on this i'm not I, I i give an example i had an account come through it was a friend of a friend and i'm like okay yeah and they're a big company i'm like oh we're talking money yeah and i got off the phone with it i'm like something doesn't feel right i don't want i don't know if i want to go work with these people but i didn't i ignored it and i went mm -hmm. out to meet them and I didn't want to, I didn't want to tell anybody because, you know, everybody, my wife was all excited. They're like, that's a yeah. big account. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. And I went to the meeting, we did everything. And I'm like, I don't want this account. Yeah. And, and I was, I'm so hard on myself. Cause I'm like, I went through all that work. I did all that time. And I should have just said no. And in, in for 30 days, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare yeah. account. And I was, I should have went with my gut. Yeah. Be amazing when we stop some of you know some people do a gut check some people i don't know that pray or whatever you know whatever whatever right. works for you but if you'll get that in there like mm, you know this person really are, are, are they really going to be good for my team and not everybody yeah. is yeah yeah okay that's great um and so i want to talk to you a little bit about your expertise in tax and everything mm -hmm. like that um and so First question for you on that is where can someone go to learn about the rules and regulations when it comes to taxation? Well, they could go to the IRS website. And if you're not somebody who loves taxes, you're going to hate it. You'll fall asleep or you'll never go there again. <laughs> and you'll hate me for ever recommending that. Yeah. Uh, the other option 
there are things you can just search up. Uh, give them a plug. Uh, TurboTax, even on their site, they'll give you. I love TurboTax. Yeah. Um, H&R Block does the same thing. Again, we'll give them both a plug. You know, but a lot of that is also asking the person who's preparing your taxes. Yeah. I, 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 I hear so many people and that are, well, I have, you know, my tax guy, he just does that. I just give him all the papers. And I'm like, you do realize that you're still responsible, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like, they're there, they're, they're there to answer your questions, ask them some questions or yeah. listen to them when they talk. Yeah. And I, and I think that's just, it's just really getting to know the person that's doing your books, getting to know the person who's doing your taxes and, and just kind of having that relationship, that open door, because they're dealing with your money. Right. And they want to make sure. I mean, there's there's many people that have not gotten to know their, either their client or vice versa, and things don't go well. And again, mm-hmm. it's your livelihood. It's your money. So you want to get to know them. But the best thing to really do if you want to learn on your own completely uh, TurboTax is amazing for the information they put out. Yeah. So at what point should a business hire somebody to do their taxes? Um, well, that depends on their level of where they're yeah. at. You know, uh, me personally, I know uh, if somebody's, you know, have the budget for it, because it can be, it can be expensive. I understand right. that. If you don't have the budget for it, the best thing you can do is be organized because the disorganization that's going to screw up everything that's going to cause you to have to pay more taxes that company i was telling you about that owed nearly a half a million yeah because everything was in big boxes they didn't keep nothing was kept track of it was just thrown in big boxes yeah be organized so that when you go to your tax preparer it's all nicely laid out yeah um there, there's software you can use for mm-hmm. bookkeeping and stuff. So obviously any of that, keep it organized. And then uh, searching for bookkeepers, uh, they're not, uh, just having a bookkeeper alone is not that expensive. Yeah. And that's a night and day difference. Right. But if you're Very business, cool. Yeah, go ahead. No, that's great. No, I think that's really good. I was just curious as to what your opinion was on that as where to find reliable tax information um, and when to, to, to go, okay, I should look to hire somebody. So yeah, I appreciate that. Awesome. Um, do you have anything else you want to add on that? No, like I said, I, I don't think I do. I mean, um, <laughs> uh, I, I really, I, I think uh, people that are starting a business and, 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 wanting to be out there and make the change in the world and bring new ideas. I think they're great. Yeah. And I personally think that that's one of those things where some people are great at, and then there's people like me that we're great at helping make sure that you stay in business. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Very cool. So do you recommend that somebody get an LLC if they're wanting to scale their business? If you're going to be doing anything, if you're, if you're talking about having a business, yeah. That's going to be more than just a small hobby. Start out with an LLC. Mm-hmm. If um, you're looking to go big, corporation. Mm, I love okay. I love C corps, but make sure you have some money coming in because they you're going to need an accountant. You're going to need somebody doing your books, and it gets expensive. Right. So I don't want to tell somebody new coming out they go do all that work and then realize, oh my god, this is really expensive. Why didn't you tell yeah. me this? So. Right. So LLC and then C Corp or corporations as yeah. you go to that next level. Yeah. Just, just 
again, LLC is just, it's a simple way to get in, but it, it shows that you have a business that you're, you're growing. Yeah. And how does having an LLC affect your taxes? Depends on how you do it. Mm-hmm. If, if you're a sole LLC person, um, individual, it's going to be on your personal tax return mm-hmm. partnership. You'll get what's called a K one. I'll try not to be too boring here in this. <laughs> um, but the it's it's considered a pass-through entity so all mm-hmm. the money it makes it, it goes on your tax return that's one reason i love corporations because not only are corporations great for protection because things yep. can happen yep it's its own thing like it's yeah. its own business it's not it's not matthew it's its own business and i get paid from it so ah. that's one reason I love the corporations. But if you're small and you're like, I don't have the money to spend on that, go with an LLC, have yeah. a business bank account. Don't put it out of your personal. Right. And treat it as a true business. And you keep track of all your expenses and everything. And yeah. you should do great. And That's amazing. Again. Awesome. I love it. Okay, great. So my last question for you is, what are the most common pitfalls businesses walk into when it comes to taxes and how do they avoid them? Uh, the, the biggest ones are, I kind of touched on them. It's the totally unorganized. Yeah. Um, just not keeping track of expenses, what they're making, not paying taxes, sales tax. Obviously, if you're in a place where you have to collect it, these right. are all things that at the end of the year, a lot of owners go, I made a lot of money. Oh, my word. I'm broke. And then what happens is you have penalties and you have fines. And you're a new business. Mm-hmm. Even an established business does not want to give away money for a mistake. But a new business, you really can't afford to do that. Yeah. So I strongly encourage people, uh, if you're starting a business, put it in a spreadsheet. If you're not comfortable, if you're real small and you're not use a notebook. I mean, something to organize it. And you can, again, you can look up, uh, there's, there's bookkeepers all over the place that will help organize it for you. I mean, not going to mention my company name. We do bookkeeping, but again, wherever you go, just find somebody to do your bookkeeping for you. It'll make tax season easier. If you can find a bookkeeper that does taxes and counting all that together. Oh, that's beautiful. Right. Amazing. So where can people go if they want to connect with you, if they are looking for a bookkeeper and they potentially want to work with your company, where can they go to find you and everything? They can go to info at bravitas.com, which would just be the website. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to connect with me very easily. Amazing. Should be on there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes. Is there anywhere else that people can go to find, connect with you, anything like oh, that? Oh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. I mean, I'm all cool. over. Awesome. So just look up my name. You'll find me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This was very valuable. Is there anything else you want to say before I cue the outro? Uh, no. Thank you for having me. This was great. I loved it. Yes, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. And let's go ahead and cue that outro. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.